Welcome to Talks with Tea Time Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the best sport podcast in the world. Thank you, Siri. That's right. You heard it right. We're back and we're better than ever. Welcome to Talks with Tea Time Podcast, where we talk completely sports, football, basketball, baseball, whatever you want to hear. We're here and we're ready to give you the best entertainment of your life. So sit back and relax for the next 45 minutes. Welcome to Talks with T-Tom, the podcast. What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Tony T-Tom West, back on again with another segment of Talks with T-Tom, the podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on IG at Talks with T-Tom podcast, and then follow us on Twitter as well at Talks with T-Tom P1, man. Appreciate you guys loving support. If you could, just continue to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating. We got our host here. Our co-host, Darius, is finally in the building. Darius, what's going on, man? Yeah, sir. What's going on with you, Tony? Not much, man. Not much, bro. Really, you know what I'm saying? Just excited to, to get this thing going, man. We we glad to have you, bro. And, yeah, we just excited, man. We, we've been talking about this for years now, but now that we actually oh, yeah. put it in play, yo, it feels really good. So we excited about everything, man. Nah, definitely. Uh, I'm excited too, bro. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So Darius is officially the co-host of Talks Tea Time with me. So y'all, y'all going to be hearing from him on the regular just like y'all do for me. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. So the first thing we're going to jump into this from this past weekend of NFL football is your Cleveland Browns going to Kansas City and playing up against um, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, let me let me ask you a few questions, then we'll jump into the game a little bit more. How did you feel about your Chiefs? Because I really feel like y'all played good until about the third quarter. I mean, y'all had the game pretty much set, sailed away. Y'all were up 22 to 10, and it seems like that's when the commotion started happening. Yeah, I don't know what happened coming out of halftime. That Nick Chubb fumble, that led to a touchdown. Then the punter dropping the ball, that's what really did his head once right. he fumbled that punt. I don't even know why he still didn't kick it. He had a chance. I guess he just got scared or whatever. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? You can't give Kansas City the ball at the 20-yard line. It's a wrap after that. Right, right. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. You can't Yeah, you can't do that, man. It's just – it's going to cause too many problems. And with the Chiefs, I mean, they've been to the Super Bowl the last, you know – last two years. years. Yeah, two years. I mean, they're a dominant team. They're a force to be reckoned with. We all know that at this point. Um, you know, in my personal opinion, man, I feel like Cleveland really choked that game away. I really feel like oh, yeah. Cleveland choked that game away more than the Chiefs won the game, um, to be quite honest with you, bro. What do you think the Chiefs, you know, what do you think the Browns, to say the least, need to kind of fix and change to get wins like that? Because I feel like that was a signature win for them if they would have won. Well, my first thing is with Baker – if Baker were to be that sitting, you know what I'm saying, a franchise quarterback, be over there with, like, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, even the Patrick Mahomes, he got to bring that game home for us. The defense right. gave him a chance. Don't get me wrong, they didn't play well. Defense didn't play well at all. But right. at the end of the game, they gave him a chance. And that pick, that pick was ugly. I understand he got tripped up, but you got to throw it away earlier or take the sack, you got to time out. So I definitely want to see Baker bring some of them games home for us. I don't feel like he's done it yet, you know, since he's been with us. Yeah. Since we've become good, like his rookie season, I ain't going to really count that, but – the two years after, he ain't really won no signature games yet, except for that Pittsburgh game where that was just that was, was kind of luck of the draw. Pittsburgh yeah. lost that game more than y'all because y'all jumped up on them like twenty-seven to nothing, right? And like the first quarter, they started the game off with a fumble, so they was uh, I don't know how they I don't know what they was thinking, but they came out bad anyway. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with you on that. I think Cleveland do need to kind of set you know some stuff in stone, man, and just kind of. You know, just do a little bit better about yeah. winning those big We got expectations games. this year, bro. Like, we didn't have them the last year. We got expectations this year. We supposed right. to win that yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Y'all definitely got expectations this year. Um, You know, in my personal opinion, just to kind of piggyback off you, and I kind of want to get your opinion on this, what did you think of the Chiefs, though? Because in that first half, they struggled offensively, mm -hmm. defensively. They did not look good. What do you think of the Chiefs? You think they bouncing back, or you just think that was just – you know, first week jitters, they just had to get it out their way. They're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, definitely first week jitters. Kansas City going to be fine. You saw they did the second half. They could score yeah. a wheel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. Like that damn touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill from Patrick Holmes. He just threw it up. Like, they could right. do that on a regular. So, you just can't You just can't beat yourselves when you play. You can't turn the ball over 
and make these stupid mistakes that we did. And the defense got to play better, too. Like, Joe Woods, it only like he game plan for Travis Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill. Right. Like, you got linebackers trying to cover Travis Kelsey. You got a safety on Tyreek Hill. Come on, now. Yeah. Tampa Bay I, gave you the blueprint on how to beat him. Yeah. No, they did. They definitely did. They gave you the blueprint for sure. Let's talk about Tampa Bay and the Cowboys, actually. Let's jump into that game a little bit. Last Thursday night, we got to see the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, get a win over the Cowboys. And the Cowboys actually offensively looked really good. That oh, first yeah. guy had over 400 yards passing. I mean, it was a big game for them offensively. Um, you would like to see the ball get handed off to Zeke a little bit more. Um, what did you think about that game? What was kind of your opinion on how you felt about that game? And, you know, what was your thoughts on the defense uh, and offense for both teams in that game? You think Zeke should have gotten more carries? I think Zeke, yeah, I think Zeke really? needs to get more carries. Yeah. yeah. You look bad to me, man. Like, he had lost a step. He ain't had the same He definitely speed. has lost a step in the last two years. That's, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But I do think you still got to feed Zeke. You can't just be past – I mean, let's just be real. Dak Prescott has – Threw the ball for five, 405 yards or something. It was something in that caliber. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Like, that's, to me, a little bit too much. I think they said he dropped back the pass like 57 times, some crazy number like that. It was wild. So, to me, I feel like they kind of doing a little bit too much of depending on Dak, to me. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. They doing a little bit too much depending on Dak and not trying to feed the ball to Zeke and balance out the run. I want I want to get the stats pulled up here. Just so I can know I'm not tripping. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that, that Tampa front seven though ain't no joke. Yeah, Vita Vita yeah, is good. Um, oh, yeah, he a beast. Yeah, they, they got Paul. they got a bunch of dogs up on that front yeah. line. They 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 stack. But yeah, here it go. Dak dropped back the pass 58 times, bro. God, 58 times, bro. 403 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, but 58 times, bro. Come on, bro. That's that's excessive. And then on top of that, Ezekiel Elliott. He had 11 carries for 33 yards, bro. Like, I feel like personally they should have gave the ball to him more than 11 times. That's just me. Now, I get what you're saying. Was they playing from behind? I don't even remember how that game was going. I so, it was, was kind of back and forth to me. Like, uh, Bucks would take the lead for a little bit. But, you know, coming down the stretch, you know, the Cowboys got the lead with like one minute and some change left. So, oh, it was really back and forth too much to time. me. To me, it was back and forth, bro. Now, I got you. I was going to say, I was just asking because I know last year, what, Dak led the league in passing, like, what, the first four weeks before before he yeah. got injured? Before he got and injured. He was, but, they were, but they was coming from behind a lot, so he was always passing the ball. I didn't know was that the case with this game either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. That old line ain't what it used to be either. No, with Zach Martin being out too as well, yeah. that's definitely – you know, a problem, too. I mean, just to talk about Tom Brady, though, he dropped back the pass a lot, too. He dropped back 50, uh, 50 times in this game. But, I mean, when you got Mike Evans, Chris Goodwin, you know what I'm saying, and those guys, hey, and not a dominant running back like 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 Zeke is supposed to be or at least is paid to be, then I can mm-hmm. kind of understand that a little bit more. But I do think Zeke needs more than 11 touches, in my personal opinion. No, I feel it. That Cowboys defense, too, they got to step up. Yeah, they were bad. You, you, you spent more that, that secondary is bad. Like when Trash, I tell you, horrible. When Trayvon Diggs is your best corner, and I'm not saying he's bad. He's he's a decent player. Um, yeah. but when he's your best guy, yeah, you got a problem. Like that's no, that's a fact. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's gonna be a problem because he he actually to me he didn't play that bad on on Thursday night last week. He was now he did a job on Mike Evans, but when you got Anthony Brown on the other side, he can't cover AB. He exactly. can't even cover Chris Goodwin. Like, come on now. Exactly. Exactly, bro. You're so asking for jump, trouble. Let's jump into the next game because I, I want to just touch on a few of these major games. Like I told y'all, we ain't going to be going through every game every week, just some of the major ones. Let's talk about that crazy Monday night game between oh, yeah, the yeah, Raiders yeah. and the Ravens, bro. Like, that was a crazy game. Lamar's Jackson uh, fumble kind of, like, sealed the deal a little bit in that game Um, just to kind of go over some of the stats in that game because I felt like the Raiders and – I, don't, I feel like both of them teams didn't want to win that game the way they was playing. <laughs> quite honest with you. But Lamar Jackson, he went 19 for 30, uh, one touchdown, 235 yards. He also rushed for uh, 86 yards on 12 carries. Sammy Walkers had four yards for 96 uh, – uh, four receptions for 96 yards, excuse me. And then also as well on the Ravens side, the Raiders side, 
Derek Carr had 34 for 56, two touchdowns, one interception. He had 400-plus yards. And then Josh Jacobs only had 10 carries, but you know he's fighting an injury right now. He had 30 mm -hmm. yards and two touchdowns. Then De Waller is one of the most underrated players in the game right now. Waller had 10 receptions for 105 yards and a touchdown in that game. Um, let me get my opinion on this, and I'll let you go ahead. To me, I feel like the Ravens are putting way too much pressure on Lamar Jackson. Um, and I'm not just saying that because of who he is and this contract year and all that, but we got to look at the circumstance. They are down to their fourth running back, bro. They are down mm -hmm. to their fourth string running back, Latavius Murray, that was just picked up off the streets last week. Like, they down bad right now. Wide receiver-wise, you really only got Sammy Watkins and Hollywood right now, Hollywood Brown, yeah, because Miles Boykins is hurt. Uh, the rookie they just drafted from Minnesota, his name is escaping me right now. Uh, Rashad Bateman, he's hurt. Um, they got a lot of guys hurt. And then on the defensive side, we can even go over there. Losing Mark, Marcus Peters, I think it's oh, bigger a big than people made a deal of it. It's it's a bigger deal than what people really thought it was. What's your opinion on that with Lamar Jackson and them losing that game? Man, I ain't going to lie to you. I disagree with you. I feel like okay. like Lamar and Baker came out of the same Jared class, right? So he's trying Lamar to get that, that country, Lamar and Baker. They came out yeah, of the same yeah, Jared yeah, class, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So sure, he does for a contract extension too. If he's trying to get paid like them top dogs, he got to bring that game home, especially when the defense made a play for you to get you that ball back. That's that's a fact. I'm not, and see, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson shouldn't win a game like that because he should. But what I'm saying is, I think weaponry is a problem right now because of the mm. lack of health more than anything. And I just feel like. Lamar is trying to do too much right now because the lack of help. He probably feels like, I got to do it all by myself. Oh, yeah. I don't have my starting running back. I don't have my starting wide receivers. Like, it's kind of like that. Mark Andrews, I don't know where he was at. He just got paid last week. He was in Ghost Town. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's stuff like that that I feel like. But I do agree he does have to bring games home like that, especially when the defense got them back in the game. But at the same time, I think it falls back on he feels like he got to do everything, bro. Now, he does have a lack of weapons. They ain't prioritized the wide receiver position like they're supposed to. They still had done it. Sammy White, come on, bro. Yeah. You going to got to get Sammy White. Hey, we won, one. though. We won. Sammy Watkins going to show up, though. But, That's a fact. Yeah, what about the rest of the week, though? Can he even yeah. stay healthy? Who? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, will he even stay healthy through the whole yeah, season? Yeah, because Sammy do. He'll like, miss on, a three or four weeks on you. He will. Man, Hollywood Brown, he ain't pan, he ain't pan out like he was supposed to. Yeah. I yeah. expected more from him. Then nah, the running backs, yeah, J.K. Dobbins going, Gus Edwards going. Yeah, they in a tough position there. They in a tough position. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they done lost three of their running backs in back-to-back -back weeks. So, to me, yeah. I feel like he actually doing pretty all right for what, what it's worth, to be honest. Um, I feel like he doing all right, but I just feel like them fumbles was very costly in that mm -hmm. game. But that was a great game, though. I mean, that was oh, almost yeah. as good as that game. I don't know if you remember a couple years ago. I'm having, like, 2018. It was a Monday night game between – uh the Chiefs and the Rams in L.A. And oh, that yeah, game was live. It was like 56 to 53 or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, that game went but crazy. It, it, it kind of gave off vibes like that, man. Um, Raiders played their ass off, though, man. Raiders did. Lie. And Raiders, bro, the thing is, Raiders, Raiders, I'm going to be honest, Raiders don't really draft well. I, I nah. like, they don't draft the Clemson guys, and I'll say it. Like, they have not. Oh, you talking about Cleveland Fair? They have not panned out. And that's my guy. Like, yeah. they have not panned out well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and nah. that's just. Josh Jacobs is good. He's good. But too. they, you know, they they have really, they haven't really draft well. But I will say this they have, they're, I think they're built to beat the Chiefs. Like, I think that's what the, everybody in the AFC West is trying to do beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, they build that defense up. And then offense is kind of like whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll, we'll try to make it happen. I think the team that's probably doing it the most correct right now is probably the Chargers. Because they, they at least got oh, Justin yeah. Herbert. They got Derwin James. They got Bosa. You know what I'm saying? So they got the mm -hmm. weapons and stuff to do it. Let's touch on one more game in the NFL. We're going to talk about the New York Jets against the Carolina Panthers. Um. You know, obviously, both of us have, you know, dealt with the Carolina Panthers and stuff like that with us both being from Charlotte. Um, they won that game, I believe it was 19 to 14 or something like that. Yeah, 19 to um, 14. Yeah, a good game from uh, Zach Wilson, the, the rookie from BYU. I felt like he was the best 
quarterback rookie this weekend. Like, I don't, oh, you know, yeah. that's, he was stood in the pocket, took hits. He was tough. Um, to me, bro, I just feel like the Carolina Panthers got a big game this week against the Saints, and they're going to have a lot to prove because I was very, I, I mean, it's a win, right? And it's the first week, but I was very unsatisfied with beating a team that had nine rookie starters, like playing oh, major minutes, and we only beat them by five points. I have a problem with that personally. Um, you know, the red zone woes are still happening. Sam Donald didn't do too bad, 200-plus mm-hmm. yards passing, zero, t- uh, zero interceptions. You know, he didn't do bad at all. But, you know, my opinion about the Panthers is, like, I got to see more and I got to see more consistency for me to start believing in them. How you feel about that? No, I agree with that. I think y'all defense played real good. Those, defense, yeah, yeah, what, six sacks on that? Defense went crazy. Like, yeah. I believe bro was saying, uh, what's his name? Zach Wilson was saying, like, he woke up next day, felt like he had whiplash. Because they was just yeah, on him. Man. Like, they was just on him. Brian Burns, um, Hassan, Red. I mean, them guys were just eating him up, man. Like, they was – they was taking him to town, so I think he kind of got his first taste. And that Carolina defense, like, they were saying this the other week ago, like, this might be the fastest defense in the NFL because we so young. Oh, yeah, I can agree with it. Brian, yeah, Brian, yeah, like Brian, Brian Burns, Hassan, Shaq Thompson. Yeah, Shaq Thompson, like. But my thing is, I just got to see more consistency uh, Excuse me, consistency for the Carolina Panthers, bro, in my opinion. No, I agree with it. It was good to see CMC back, though. He looked healthy. yeah. Still yeah, able to sure. carry the workload, so like it, look, it was good to see him back. And Sam Darner was solid too, in my opinion. I do want to, I do want to, do want to see how he's gonna do against that Saints defense, especially when they beat the Green Bay last week. Yeah. So it's gonna be a test for you. Yeah. It's no, like you know Carolina for real tonight. I I agree. Like I, I really want to see what Sam Darner's gonna do throughout the year, but I feel like the Jets was a good starter game, but this yeah. game on Sunday gonna tell a lot. Like oh yeah, most definitely. This game home on away? Sunday is gonna tell it all. Is it home or away? It's home. We playing in a strong game. Yeah. Oh, okay, word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now nah, that's gonna tell a lot. It's how you know if y'all for real or not. Yeah, that's how we gonna know, right? Like them, that, the the six or seven seed for a playoffs, but I don't think y'all gonna win the division. No, 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 no. I think the y'all Bucks might pretty much well, got that though. locked up. Oh yeah, they got it. Yeah, Bucks got that locked up. But if we can get, I'm not even expecting a lot from the Panthers this year. I I, I think between seven and nine wins is about where they at. Somewhere up in that ballpark, seven to nine wins, and that really just depends on Sam Donald. If we being honest, because mm-hmm. if Sam Donald step up and become a top fifteen quarterback, I ain't gonna lie, I might up the ante and say 10, 11 wins is kind of <laughs> what I'm seeing. But right now, just to be realistic, I say seven to nine wins is what I see for the Carolina Panthers. Honestly, at this point, now I want to talk a little bit about the game that's happening tonight. We got the Giants. Versus the uh, I was about to call them boys the Redskins. We got the Giants versus the Washington football team. How you feel about that? I'm going with the football team. Okay, why? I like that D line they got. I like Chase Young. Well, actually, I forgot they lost uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, didn't they? Yep, they got Taylor Heineke, former Carolina Mm -hmm. Panther, as they starting quarterback. I think they can still win. The Giants are bad, bro. Yeah, Daniel Jones is bad, bro. Like, oh, that's a fact. Daniel Jones is not – he's not good, bro. Like, he is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. He might be right. That headman that is bad. He's bad. He's bad. Like, the fumbling, the, he's, he's – bro, he's not good, bro. And I, I hate the crap on him because, you know, he's from Charlotte. I played against him in high yeah. school. Um, But he he's, he's, he's not good, man. Like, he's just – he's not, bro. Like, I hate to say it like that and I hate the crap on him. I'm trying that's to think is. Is there a better starting quarterback? Is there a worse starting quarterback than him? I don't think so. I don't think there's a worse. I don't think there's a worse starting quarterback than him. I would put Teddy Bridgewater over him. I I even put Tyrod Taylor over him, bro. At this point, the way he looked <laughs> last week, the way he looked last week, I put Tyrod over him, bro. What about Andy Dalton? You put Andy Dalton over? Mmm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ooh. That's a good one. When I put Andy Dalton over him, mm. Woo, come back to me in about two weeks on that one. <laughs> yeah, come back to me about two weeks on that one. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, man. Come back to me about two weeks on that one. I can't really, you know, determine that one. But, yeah. you know, yeah, I still got to see more on that. So, yeah, but I, I do think that, you know, um, in my opinion, I think that, 
he's definitely in the, the bottom three. Like, it, it, not even a question. He's in the bottom three or four, in my opinion. How you feel about that? Like that quarterback situation? Should they reach out to Cam Newton and stuff like that? The Giants are watching. Both, both teams, really. <laughs> I doubt, I doubt the Giants going to do it. I don't think so. I think they want to sit behind Dale Jones till they can replace him probably with like a younger quarterback coming into the draft. But I definitely think Washington should look, should look into it. I'm surprised they haven't. Like, you're not yeah. going to get forward. T- what's his name? Tyler Heineke is your quarterback? No. You're not, bro. Like, he might have did had a decent game against the Bucs, but you're not going to get forward him as your quarterback for a whole season. And then they, and Ron Rivera, he's the coach, Cam. Why not go and get Cam? You familiar with each other? Washington got some weapons, too. Antonio Gibson, they got uh, Terry, what's his name? Terry McClurkin? Yep. McLaurin, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got him and they got a dude from the Panthers, the other wide receiver. I forgot his name, though. Curtis Samuels, oh, he's yeah. hurt right now. Yeah, oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he's facing he, a growing injury right now. Got you. Then they got a solid defense, too. Like, why not go and get Cam? You ain't got nothing to lose at this point. Because right. they got expectations, too. They won that division last year. It yeah. might have been the worst division in football, but they still won it. I think the Cowboys are going to win that division. You think the Cowboys are going to win it? Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win that division this year. Uh, it's so bad. Defense, like, the Eagles man. Eagles beat the Falcons, but it's the Falcons. Let's it's the Falcons. They, they're bad, too. That's a horrible they, football. They're, yeah, they're, they're really bad. Um, yeah. Eagles beat the Falcons. So, I mean, what does that really say? The no. Giants, they lost to uh, who the Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos got a good defense, but it's still yeah, Teddy Bridgewater solid. out there. They're still Teddy Bridgewater out there, yeah, that's gonna be something we're probably gonna disagree on throughout this podcast. But yeah, you know they lost to Teddy and them. Then on top of that, you look at Washington and Washington. They played the Chargers. Did they win that game or did they lost that game? Because I'm not Washington know, lost. Washington lost. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like to me, that's a tough game though. That is a tough game. I, I feel like that's an evenly. I. I I predicted that game last week. It's evenly matched, and I took Washington because of that D line, like you said. Yeah, that D line was crazy. You know, um, in my personal opinion, bro, I just feel like, you know, in my personal opinion, I just feel like the Dallas is just a better overall team right now. Now they are facing injury with Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence. That's gonna be big for them. So they gotta get oh, yeah, for a few weeks too. Yeah, it's like a broke foot or something like that. It's like a oh, kind of like. Yeah, it's a, it's like a broke foot or something like that. It's a serious injury where he's gonna be out for probably a few weeks. Like, so that's that's that. I couldn't trust that Dallas defense though, man. That, that defense is horrible. That defense is bad. Both defenses that, to me were bad on um on on Thursday. Both of them were to me. But which one you gonna rely? Would you rather rely on that Washington defense or the Dallas defense for a whole season? Because we still oh, got yeah. sixteen. Washington by far. Come on, Washington man. by far. So the offense ain't got to do too much. But you're going to need that to throw for 400 yards every single game just to have a chance. That defense is that's that true. bad. That's you know, and Zeke, and Zeke can't seem to get it going. So you, got so it the the, you got to watch the football team winning. You got to watch the football team winning the division. Yeah, I do. I thought it was actually going to be, like, good this year. I was talking about, like, double-digit wins for him. But with Ryan Fitzpatrick going down and they ain't trying to invest in their quarterback position, I think it might be a similar record to last year. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go on break here. When we get back, you want to jump to some college football? Let's do it. Let's do it, because we got to talk about your boys. Clay Helton getting getting sent back. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. We got to talk about that, man. Listen, if y'all haven't already, go ahead and follow the podcast page at TalkToTeaTimeP1 on Twitter, and then go ahead and follow us on IG as well at um, TalkToTeaTime, the podcast. When we get back, we got to jump into Darius' team a little bit. We got to jump into the Trojans. What is up, you guys? It's your boy, Tony T-Time West and Darius as well. Back on Talk with T-Time, the podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. We are on all platforms, man. Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iTunes. I mean, you name it. We're there, bro. Once again, go ahead and follow the IG page at Talk Tea Time the Podcast. And then follow us on uh Talk Tea Time P1 on Twitter, man. I appreciate you guys. Love and support. Now we gotta go ahead and jump into Darius team here. We gotta jump into Southern Cal. 
Y'all got a lot going on right now. Clay Hilton has just been fired about two days ago. Um, he's been at USC for, I believe, seven years. Um, now, he does have a winning record, I believe, while he's at USC, but he never got them on that pedestal where y'all used to be at. So um, I'm going to let you kind of jump into this whole situation with Clay Hilton because, like I said, I know you a USC stan. You love them. Mm -hmm. During his seven years, I do want to bring this up, during his seven years at uh, USC, he was 46 and 24. So he did have a winning record at USC, but didn't have them on that Pete Carroll level. Let me ask you, I'm going to start off really just asking you questions, and then I'm going to go okay. ahead and kind of give my feedback. Because you the USC dude, so you got an emotional attachment to this. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and get your opinion. Why do you think it took so long to fire Clay Hilton? Because we have been hearing about it for years, like since like 2018. We've been hearing he about to get fired, he about to get fired, he about to get fired, and he never got fired. Um, what is your opinion on this, man? It took long because he would just he would be able to win these meaningless conference, not meaningless, but like these conference games that didn't really do nothing in the long run for us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he goes and beats Washington State, beats Oregon State, and somehow ends up with a winning record. Only reason he's still there because Sam Darnold saved his career. That's what that's what really happened. Because when he took over. In 2015, after Steve Sharkeesian got let go, he was like five and four, and he lost the last two games. Mm -hmm. So then 2016, we started season one and three, and he started he started starting Sam Darnold. Now, Sam Darnold did lose his first game against Utah, but he won like them like, like 10 in a row, nine, nine in a row. And I think we won, we won the Rose Bowl that year against Penn State, too. So you can't fire him after that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then Sam Darnold comes back again. We go 11 and three. We end up losing to Ohio State. I believe it was in the Cotton Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now, once Sam Darnold left, we go five and seven. That was our worst record since the year 2000. Mm -hmm. I think we had JT Daniels starting that year, and then Keaton Slovis took over, like I think halfway through when JT Daniels got injured. Mm -hmm. JT Daniels ain't never been that good of a quarterback, in my opinion. So mm -hmm. that happened. I think he should have been going after that. I don't know why we kept him. But I guess they like the way Keaton Slovis played under him or something like that. That's got that got that's the only thing that made sense in my opinion. And then he went eight and five, 2019. And then last year we went five and one, but he ended up losing our most important game to Oregon. You know what I'm saying? Like he could never win them important games. And none of the players got better under him. Like even our last game against Stanford, Keaton Slovis looked horrible. The offense looked horrible. The defense didn't look prepared. We got killed by Stanford. And we was ranked like what, 14 in the country? Yeah, and got smacked. Like he don't, he didn't make anybody better. Mm. But he was able to stick around. I think he was able to stick around to do the Sam Darnold. That's my opinion. And not just Sam Darnold. We had Juju Smith, Soster. We had uh Ronald Jones. Who else we had? I can't even know what comes to mind right now. Defense is straight too. We had a couple good players on defense. I think Adoree Jackson was around that time. Adoree well. Jackson, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he just had a lot of talented players, but he didn't make it. But once them talented players left. And we were able to replace the players that wasn't as talented. Rather, we was talking about like Tyler Buns, Amara St. Brown, Michael Pittman Jr. They mm -hmm. good players as well, but they wasn't you no know, Juju Smiths and the Sam Donalds. So he wasn't right. able to make them players better. Like we didn't want to pat 12 titles with 10 years, man. It was time. Man, let me let me jump in here too to kind of piggyback off what you're saying. I just kind of want to say this is when I knew Clay Helton, it was time to go. When Oregon start taking recruits right out of SoCal and, and Clemson and Ohio State and Bama was just coming in there getting them like that. In Georgia, I knew then it, it, it wasn't going to last too much longer because SoCal is quarterback city. Like, they yeah, got quarterbacks not, not to cut you off, but Not to cut you off, but ain't C.J. CJ Stroud from Ohio State? C.J. Stroud is from C.J. Stroud is from L.A. or Metro L.A. DJ mm -hmm. Ungalale, he's from Metro yeah, LA. Yeah, y'all QB. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryce Young, he's from Metro LA. JT Daniels, who used to be on our team, he's from uh, like California. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the list goes on of Metro LA guys. He's straight missed on. Like, yeah, that's all crazy. I mean, and that's that's just me piggybacking off your point. I do want to read his kind of some of his stats. During his time, so he took over. Look, he split time with Sarkeesian because I heard he had a drinking problem. He split with Sarkeesian <laughs> uh, in 2015. Um, so I won't even really count that. Let's just start from 16 on down. 
He went 10 and 3. That's a pretty good year. See, he, I'm went with Kenny he went 11 and 3. Pretty good year. In 17, uh, in 17, went 11 and 3. Now, this is where the problem began. 2018, 5 and 7 at USC is unacceptable. We, yeah, we that was our that. worst record since 2000. Exactly. Um, and then even in, in and, and even in 2019, eight and five for USC, and we know the standard that USC has, that's unacceptable. Now, last year, he went six and one, but that was in a short season. And I think the only team y'all lost to was Oregon, which is kind of acceptable. But that was our most important game. You know, that's Pat-12 championship game. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. So this is my thing with him. Clay Helton, I think – Everybody says he's this great person. He's this amazing person. We get that. And it's, you know, we don't really want anybody to lose their job. But let's be honest, he deserved to lose his job, bro. The recruiting, the losing, the not getting to the playoffs in the Pac 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, USC should be dominating the whole West Coast. Exactly. Like, come on, like, come on, bro. We working, ain't playoffs now. Working has absolutely like took y'all place. And I think we've seen it. On Saturday last week, like they are the Ohio new, State. they yeah, they are the new, they're the new USC basically. Mm-hmm. And we about to jump into this next question next because their coach Mario Cristobal is rumored to be the guy that y'all really want. So this gives me because this goes back to you because you're a USC guy. Who do you think needs to be the next coach for the USC Trojans? Man, I want Deion Sanders, bro. I know that ain't gonna happen though. That's what, that's why I want. That ain't gonna happen though. But you gotta explain. You gotta explain on this. That's prime time, bro. I would love for prime to come to USC, but that, that ain't gonna happen. That's just that's like a pipe dream. But I seen some reports saying we might go after Eric Bieniemy from uh, Kansas City, but he kind of shut that down day. Well, he just said he focused on the regular season, which he's supposed to say. Right. They also mentioned y'all offensive coordinator too, uh, Tony Elliott. Yeah, y'all can have him. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. If y'all want him, y'all can have him. I, I'll pack his stuff for you if you need <laughs> Personally, because me and him is not in the best of odds right now. But Tony yeah, Elliott is a I good like. coach, though. But he just I, – I, I just feel like his <laughs> offense is a little archaic. But, you know, that's just me. Um, yeah, we got Trevor Lawrence this year, man. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact too. That's why I cut him a little bit of slack. So you feel like if, if you had your choice, you really want prime time. Yeah, we ain't gonna get him. So I think another one I saw was a uh, Cincinnati's head coach. Uh, I think it's like Luke, Luke Fickle. Like yeah, Luke Fickle. Yeah, mm-hmm. because now, y'all was I, I, AD. I him. Y'all AD hired him at Cincinnati, so that makes sense. That makes yeah, a I lot of sense. Him. What, what do you think about playing. Urban Meyer though? Like a lot of people brought up his name. What you think about him? Man, he coaching the Jazz. He ain't about to lead the Jaguars for USC. Not yet. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't do that the one season. Nah. Unless Jacksonville fired him. They, I have heard that uh, he got a lot of them players out there walking on air shells with his temper problems and stuff like that. Yeah, I heard that. But I doubt they're going to fire him after one year. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. It ain't good for Trevor but we Lawrence. Know, but we know how Urban Meyer is, though, bro. Like, we do got to be honest here. We know how Urban Meyer is. We know – he will up and leave a place quick. We know oh, that. Yeah. So I have so the gone. So let me let me ask you another question, Darius. Let me ask you another question. Do you think this hurts USC in the recruiting ranks? Because think Hell about nah, it. Hell. So you, go ahead. What you say? My bad. No, nah, I'm just saying that it was like Mary Clay. Like, come on, won't nobody come there to play for Clay Hill? Granted, he did have a number. He did have like a number two recruiting class. I think it was a few years ago, a couple years ago. But most of that was because of our interim coach. I think his name Dante Williams. And make sure I'm right. Yeah, he does so, most of the recruiting so you, anyway. So you think them losing a coach doesn't hurt the process in recruiting? Nah, because it's Clay Hilton, bro. Like, it's a good thing. So you thing. feel like people was already I think it's going to help. Basically. Yeah, I feel like it's going to help us. For real. I think a lot of players going to want to come there now, especially depending on who he hires our head coach. But like I said, most of their recruiting goes to Dante Williams anyway. He's our interim head coach now. He handles most of that. So he's still there. So I think we're going to be fine in recruiting. We should be doing better with right. him being gone. Ain't nobody want to play for Clay Hill. Bro, he might be a good dude, but if you watch the USC product, he ain't the answer. The head right. coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't disagree with that fully. Um, when, Let me ask you one more question about USC, and then we'll kind of move on to some other things in college football. What is your opinion on, you know, what are the next steps? Do you guys need to wait till the end of the season to get a coach? Do you need to be implementing it now? 
Like, what, what do you think should be the plan for USC, in your honest opinion? I think we should be doing the research now, but we probably shouldn't worry about it to the end of the season. Okay. Like, let's see what we got now with Dante Williams, because they say they want to keep him on the staff. So just let, let him finish the season out, then go from there, do some evaluations. Mm-hmm. But this is a big hire, though. We got we to gotta get it right this time. Yeah, y'all got to get exactly. it right. I mean, y'all ain't got it right since Pete Carroll. Like, think yeah. about it. You had Lane Kiffin. You had uh, Steve Sharkeesian. I mean, y'all done had it several times. I forgot y'all even had Ed O for a little bit, too, matter of fact. Oh, yeah. So y'all done had a who we let him? Who did we let him go for? Was it for Clay? No, it was for uh, – y'all let him go for, for – Steve, right? Steve, yeah, y'all let Ed O go for Steve, but I mean, I ain't gonna lie, y'all might not be wrong for that because LSU fans right now are screaming and hollering about um, Ed O. They want him going down there after just winning the championship two years ago. So you might not even, you might actually pan out okay on that one. Mm-hmm. That's just because he ain't got Joe Burrow. That's how I feel about that one. You said what? I said that's because he ain't got Joe Burrow no more. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm going to tell you the truth, though, D. I'm going to be honest with you. I think a guy that y'all should look at that his name ain't really blowing up a lot right now, but what about James Franklin from Penn State? I think that would be a name that I think would be nice for y'all, to be honest. I was looking up that, but they say, I think it was that AD said she didn't want anybody with character issues. I know a lot of people got on James Franklin for the sexual assault case or the way he handled it. I mean, that might disqualify him from us, which I understand completely. Definitely, yeah. But Penn State has I don't had know, a I lot of I Penn State come out there overrated me. every year. They come out overrated every year, though. I ain't, I We're going to find out a lot about them on Saturday, though, bro. We're going to find out a lot about them on Saturday for sure. So I'm excited to see that game. So let's go ahead and kind of jump into that a little bit. I just want to talk about some of the games that's taking place this weekend. We got, you know what I'm saying, UNC versus UVA. We got, um, you know, we got um, Miami versus Michigan State. We got uh, Clemson versus Georgia Tech. We got UGA versus South Carolina. Just This is just some of the games I'm pointing out um, right now. We got Indiana versus Cincinnati. That should be a decent game. Uh, what are some of the games that, you know, you're looking forward to this weekend in college football? I mean, it's, it's a pretty decent slate. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing crazy. But what are some of the games you're looking forward to this weekend, D? One uh, Alabama and Florida. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah. Alabama. What's your what's your opinion on that one, bro? I'm gonna go with Alabama, but I think it's gonna be close though. Oh, so you, you think it's gonna you, be close? You think it's gonna be close? Yeah, I think I don't think they're gonna blow Florida out like this. See, Dude, I'm I feel like Florida playing tough. I, I'm opposite. I think Bama beats them by four scores. You think so? I, I think so. And I'm gonna tell you why I think Bama beats Florida by four scores. For one, Bama. They they're so effective offensively right now, and they haven't even gotten to their groove yet. Like we're only two games in, and they've looked mm-hmm. like a juggernaut offensively. Now, granted, that was against Miami, and Miami didn't look that great against App State, and we're gonna talk about nah. that in minutes. Um, but in my personal opinion, they just did not look good to me. Um, you know, um, not Florida has not looked good to me defensively nor offensively. They cannot get a quarterback down pat. I think that's probably their biggest problem. They got AR-15, and they got Emory Jones. I think they do have a good problem. They have two good quarterbacks that can probably start at like 115 schools in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, So they got that going on. But in a game like Bama, you need to know who your guy is. You can't be doing this two-quarterback system in a game like Bama, bro. It's just not going to work. And to me, the defense – have shown a lot. I, I, Todd Grantham, I'm not the big, I'm not a big Todd Grantham guy. He's their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think he showed inconsistencies within their defense year in, year out. And I'm telling you, if a team is going to expose it, it's going to be Bama. They're going to put them on spot news if they allow those inconsistencies to keep creeping. In. I think probably the first quarter, Florida's hype. They hyped up off adrenaline. It's home game. It's so loud. It's going to be loud as hell in there. They're going to be turned up. But I think personally that Alabama's going to shut that crowd up within the first 30 minutes of the game. And it's going to be all she wrote. That's my opinion on it. You think they're going out like that? I think they're going now out. I do agree with some I, of I your think, points. I, bro, personally, I think Bama wins this game like 35-14, bro. Like, I don't even think it's going to be I don't know. really that close in my opinion. 
I don't know about that because they played them boys tough last year in the championship but, game. Granted, they had Kyle Chapman. They, they had a couple other women. But we gotta we gotta be real though. Florida is not the same team they were last year, bro. Last year they had a consistent Cal. They had a consistent Cal Trask. They had, they had a generational a talent at tight end. Yes. Generational in Cal Pitts. They don't have those weapons anymore to hold them, bro. They don't have that. So for me, I I think they get waxed. I don't think it's gonna be close, bro. Like I I I know they played them close last year, but like I said, this is a different team, bro. Like this is a nah, different right. team than last year. Now, if this was this year's Bama against last year's Bama, now then we talking. I'd be like, all right, it might be like a seven point game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in my personal opinion, I like Florida, uh, but I don't like them in this game at all. I think this is the game that's already hyped up. Bama's attention is fully on them. They're not looking forward to nobody else. Um, and I think this is a game where Bama just rolls over them, bro, honestly. I mean, you made some good points. I can't argue with what you said. This is a completely different team than last year. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I yeah. I'm just, I won't be yeah. surprised if it's a close game. I don't see Florida winning that at all, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a seven-point, maybe a ten-point game, but you talking about 35-14? Sheesh. Yeah, I'm thinking it's 35-14. I think Bama takes Florida to the woodshed, in my personal opinion. Let me ask you another question, and then we're going to move on to the next segment. Let me ask you about the ACC, uh, because the ACC been getting a lot of slack. It's been a lot of slander on the ACC, and I ain't going to lie, well-deserved. It's oh, been yeah. bad. Um, what's your opinion on the ACC and the state of the ACC? We've seen Clemson lose to Georgia 10-3. to We've seen... North Carolina, State. the first the first week, come out and lose to Virginia Tech. Florida State just lost to Jacksonville State, a FCS hey. team. I mean, it's just bad news for the ACC now. What do you think of some of the problems, and what do you think maybe can negate some of this issue, the issues that's going on in the ACC? And you ain't like what I got to say to him. Go ahead. I'm going to keep it. Hey, listen, bro. You. We might go back and forth. Go ahead, bro. The ACC being overrated for years. Mm. Just because it was just, bro. It was just Clemson. And don't get me wrong, mm. the Clemson team's been phenomenal since Deshaun Washington to Trevor Lawrence. They've been phenomenal. But mm. it's only been them, bro. It's only been them. Like, remember that year y'all played Miami in the uh, ACC championship game? That was the year we thought that you was actually coming back. They had yep, that's 2018. Chain. Yep, 2018. I can't remember the U's quarterback. They had uh, Malik Rozier Dang, was I their remember. quarterback. Yeah, was it him? Yeah, okay, my yep, man. Malik Rozier was their quarterback at that time, yep. And they was ranked, like, number, what, eight coming into that game? They were ranked number seven coming in that game, yeah. And y'all smacked them. Yep. And that's just what it's been been. Like, it's just been y'all and everybody else. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been an overrated conference for years now. My, that's in my opinion, overrated. Okay, let me, let me, let me, I agree with you to an extent, and I disagree with you to an extent. I'm going to tell you why. Let me explain. So, in 2016, everybody knows that was literally the best year of ACC football. Louisville was ranked in the top 10. NC State was ranked in, like, the top 20. Um, North Carolina sucked that year. Um, Miami was good. Miami was decent that year. Uh, Pitt was good that year. They were decent. So 2016 is the year that we look at, and it's like that was the goal. Go ahead, go ahead. That Louisville team had Lamar Jackson. That's the Louisville team that Lamar Jackson won the Heisman with. That was that year. So 2016 is the year that ACC teams, ACC people look back at and say, "Damn, that was the glory days," right? In my opinion. And this might be me being a Clemson homer a little bit. I feel like Clemson has just took a, a whole nother step that's like separated them for everybody. Like there's nobody as bad as the ACC is right now. Clemson is on their own hemisphere and it's everybody else. And I think that's why everybody's like, oh my God, the ACC is shit. And it, I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it's bad. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. The ACC is horrible. But I think Clemson is because of Clemson has elevated themselves so much. Because you remember beginning, like, in the beginning of the 2010 era, Florida State was like Clemson. Like, oh, they had they James were, back then, too. That's when they had James. They yeah. were all up there, and it was like, oh, ain't nobody competing with Florida State. Ain't nobody competing with Florida State. Ain't nobody. And then Clemson kind of came over, took over, and now they're doing their thing. So, to me, I agree with you that the ACC has definitely been overrated these past Four or five. I want to say like three years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I like would definitely agree with you on that. But yeah. historically, 
the ACC is actually pretty decent, bro. When you got teams like Virginia Tech, Miami when they on their best behavior, Florida State when they on their best behavior, Clemson has always been a top 25 team. Um, when they on their kind of best behavior, bro, I honestly personally think that, you know, in my opinion, that the ACC, I agree with you to an extent that the last couple of years, it's been bad. Like, it's been okay. Yeah. But, that's what I was referring to. You know, as far as like, go ahead. I said, that's what I was referring to. Like, if you go by history, oh, now the ACC got it. Like, y'all had, even like the back in the day, U teams, mm-hmm. the Clemson team, you know what I'm saying? The Clemson teams, the Florida State teams, they're going by history. But if you go from like, let's say 2017 to now, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's been overrated as hell. Yeah. And yeah, outside I, of Clemson. I don't, disagree, I don't disagree with that, bro. I actually, I actually agree with you on that, bro, actually, to be real with you, because it definitely does feel like the last, like I said, four or five years has yeah. definitely been, you feel me, very, very much overrated. And you won't hear me even, you know, complain about that because, I mean, it's the facts. And I think it's because of Clemson has elevated themselves. And on top of that, it's just gotten the quarterback play, coaching in the ACC just has gotten worse. So that's my opinion. So let's go ahead and get ready for the next segment. We're going to jump into some NFL football games of the week this week. And then we're going to go ahead and end it out. Once again, follow us on Twitter at TalkToTeaTimeP1. And then follow us on the podcast page on Instagram at TalkToTeaTimeThePodcast. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and jump into some NFL football for week two. What is up, you guys? It's your boy, Tony T-Time West, back on another segment of Talks T-Time, the podcast here with Darius, man. Listen, if you haven't already, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. And also, as well, follow us on Instagram at Talks with T-Time, the podcast. And then follow us on Twitter as well at Talks with T-Time, uh, P1. And then also, as well, we on TikTok, too. So follow us over there at Talks with T-Time, the podcast as well. Appreciate you guys. Love and support. So, me and Darius, we're going to go ahead and jump into some of the games in week two and kind of just kind of give a prediction and then give, like, just a slight synopsis of what we think is going to happen. So, we've already kind of talked about the Giants and the Washington team. So, we'll go ahead and move on from that. Let's jump into the Bengals versus the Bears. Um, the Bengals right now are going to be traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. The Bears are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at this moment. I'll go first. In this game, I would like to see Justin Fields. Will it happen? Probably not. Nah. But this is the game I would like to see Justin Fields get in more than one scramble play. Um, in my personal opinion, I think the Bears are a bad offensive team right now. Um, and a lot of that is because of Andy Dalton's quarterback. But I'm going to tell you the truth, man. Cincinnati looked pretty impressive last week. I can't believe I'm saying this. Give me Cincinnati in this game 24-21. to 21. I think they're going to be 2-0 and at the end of the weekend. How you feel about it? Well, I agree with you. I got Cincinnati winning that too. But I also think the Chicago Bears defense is bad too, which is yeah. crazy because that defense was good like, what, three years ago? Yeah. Two years ago, the year they played the Saints and lost. Yeah. That defense was solid that whole season. So I don't know how they – well, I know they lost, they lost – uh, what's the dude's name? Big Banjo. Yep, Big Banjo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I know he left, but like he still, they still had some of the same players. The only player they really lost from that defense that they actually really, really haven't lost much. was Kyle Foley. Yeah, it was just the cornerback they left, and that was just this season. But that defense was bad last year too. Yeah, that defense has dropped off, and I, I was hearing the Bears fans saying the other day, "Go like, I don't think we're ever going to see Chicago have." like both, like a good offense and good defense. Like it's either going to be, A, the offense is going to be trash or B, the defense is going to, you know what I'm saying, suck or whatever the case may be. They'll never be on par with each other. So, yeah, I think we're both in that game taking the Bengals. So I'm with that. So next we got the Texans versus the Browns. So the Houston heads up to Cleveland. I think this is a bounce back game for Cleveland. Cleveland's a 13-point favorite, as they should be. I think Houston fooled a lot of people. I think we forgot how bad the Jaguars are. Let's remember they were drafted number one for a reason. That's why they were that bad. Um, so in, in this case, man, give me Cleveland big in this game. I think they bounced back from that loss last week. I think they're pretty upset. Give me Cleveland in this game like 31 to 14, bro. 31-14? Yep. I can see it. I can see it. I wish Odell was playing, but he's been ruled out already. What's but, going on yeah, with him? 
I guess the ACL, bro. I thought he was good. The way everybody was I talking. thought he was good, he was too. Talking. Like, I expected him to be back by now, but nah, he's supposed to miss this game, too. But we sure really need him, though. I say, I think Nick Chubb going to have a good game, too. he probably go over 100 yards. Green Hunt, he'll probably do his thing, probably give us about 60. And, you know, Baker, I think Baker pick up where he left off last week outside the interception. I think he'll be solid. I'm sure we'll be fine in this game, but I do want to see Odell get back on the field, though. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. So you taking the Browns in this game as well? Absolutely. Okay. So next, we got the L.A. Rams traveling up to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Now, the Rams are a three-and-a-half favorite away from the crib. Now, in a game like this, you know, the Rams look pretty impressive. Like I said, on Sunday night, they were playing against the Bears, so take that for what it's worth. Um but I think the Rams are honestly going to be one of the best teams in the NFC this year. I personally believe that they could be a team that could be competing with the Green Bays, the Saints, the 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 um the Bucks. I think they're going to be right up there with them. So give me the Rams in this game, twenty-eight to twenty-four over the Colts in Indianapolis. What you think about it? Oh, you know, Rams were solid last week. Mm-hmm. Rams were solid. It like it really like Matthew Stafford was their only missing piece because the defense yep. was there. Jalen Ramsey, boy, that boy. That dude can play. Best he corner hit the game. Too. He hits too. I like that. Jalen Ramsey liked it. Yep. Best corner but, in the game, man. I tell people that all the time. But also Carson Wentz didn't look bad either last week. He, he did. He did Seattle. not. He didn't look bad. No, he was he was definitely better than when he was in Philly. He definitely looked better. Oh, yeah. But he got what his offensive coordinator now from that uh mm-hmm. that all that all MVP season. Yeah. Yep, Frank Wright. So I got the Rams winning too, but I think it's gonna be a real good game though. Yeah, I, I don't think, think they get be... beat like they did against uh, Seattle, even though they lost by like what twelve points. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. That's why I say I think it's gonna be 28-24. So we got the Bills going up against the Dolphins this week. Um, Bills after that tough loss to the Steelers, man, going down to Miami to get things right in South Beach. Um, I think this is a game where I think Josh Allen bounced back. I think this team bounced back in this game. I think they get a win over the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are still a very young and very good, solid team. But um, I'm actually going to take the Bills in this game and kind of a defensive one, man. I think this game is going to be like 17 to like 14 or something like that. How do you feel about it? I got Miami. I got Miami winning. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game as well. But I got Miami. Josh Allen didn't look good to me last week, man. He didn't. He, was, he was just throwing it like he was just throwing that shit up at some point. Yeah. Like just yeah. throwing the ball up triple coverage. He was like, what are you doing, bro? See, like and he that's just the got thing. showing off orange street. And see, that's the thing I had. That was my problem with him, you know, this past summer. Everybody was saying, Josh Allen's a top five quarterback. Ooh, he had one good year. Like, I have to see more than one good year for me to be like, oh yeah, he's top five. Um, he did have a great year last year, but I, I do agree with you. With him being a little bit erratic with the ball and making yeah. not so smart decisions, um, and it, you know he just got paid this offseason, so we'll see how things work out there. But I'm still taking a lot. Of, I thought he was top five too, man. I didn't mean, cut you up. I thought he was top five too. Y'all really think that man top five after one year? I thought he. I thought. I thought he was. He looked good last year, bro. I mean, really I mean, good. don't get me wrong. Last year he had a great season. But I gotta see more than one year for me to say he's top five. Like, Cam Newton is my favorite player ever, and I've never had him in my top five. And he had almost a better year than what uh, – what's the name just had? And I never said he was top five. You a hard man to please, huh? I, I'm just saying. Like, to me, man, I, I don't think you can play him top five yet. Six, seven, eight, somewhere in that ballpark? Yeah, of course. But five, no. Next game, Um, let's move on to the Patriots versus the Jets. Jets are just so young, man. I think Mac Jones, he had a pretty good game last week, too. I think he had like 282 yards passing. Mm-hmm. I think he does some work against uh, the Jets, man. I think the Jets are just young. They just lost Makai Becton um, for a little while. Uh, get me Patriots in this game pretty convincingly, like 21 to 10. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the Jets really doing much this year. Now, I think they got some potential because Zach Wilson looked good. Yeah, Zach Wilson, the Zach truth. Wilson yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And I think they got some potential. I think they, should, they need to figure out how to resign Marcus May too. That safety, mm-hmm. I think he on, he might be on the franchise tag this year. I can't really remember. Right. But they got some pieces though. They got some potential, but I don't see nothing happening this year. That we can start discussing it, but I don't see them doing much. I think they might get blown out this game, especially is this Bill Belichick gets the rookie coach too. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't see him doing much. Okay, so let's jump into the next game. We got the 49ers heading to the city of brotherly love and going up against the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Um, this is a game where I'm kind of intrigued because I don't really believe in Jimmy Garoppolo like that. But then again, the Eagles are so young and the depth of their roster. Now, their defense is still pretty all right, but the depth of their roster kind of scares me. I'm actually going to take the 49ers in this game. I'm not super confident in this pick, but I'm going to be completely real with you, um, especially with them moving from West Coast to East Coast, 1 o'clock game. So it's going to be like 9 o'clock in the morning for them, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, whatever the case may be. So I am a little concerned about that. Um, but I'm going to take the 49ers in this game in a close one. I would say something like 28 to 21. I go to 49ers too. I ain't t- I got to, I don't believe in the Eagles yet. They just beat the Falcons. I gotta see more. Right. But exactly. But that 49ers, like we, you know, we just talking about Chicago's defense. That 49ers defense don't look the same either. No, it don't. They don't look the same at all. And that's why I just said I'm not confident in that pick at yeah, all. Yeah, that defense don't look the same at all. Now Jimmy G, oh, they lost their running back to the loss of Raheem Mostert too. Most are gone again. So yeah, he's gone. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not the most confident about that pick. Um, to be technically honest with you on that one. Um, let's go ahead and move to the other side of the state. Staying in Pennsylvania. Now we're going over to Pittsburgh. So we got the Raiders playing the Pittsburgh Steelers at one o'clock as well. I think the Steelers get up and I think they win this game pretty decidingly. I think they win this game probably like 28 to 14. I don't think the Raiders are really that special. Josh Jacobs is struggling with injuries right now, who's probably their best offensive player besides, you know, anybody on the O-line, which I think they lost a lot of pieces on the O-line, too, in the offseason. But, oh, Waller. I'm tripping. Darren Waller is the best player on their team. (laughs) And then uh, Josh Jacobs is probably the second best offensive player on their team. What's your opinion about this game? I'm taking the Steelers in this game, 28-14 at home. I got the Raiders winning this one. Oh! Explain! Please explain! (laughs) They playing the Steelers, man. Now, one thing we can say about the Steelers for the last, we might say maybe the last 10 years, they play down to the level of their competition. Yeah. They always do that. And I think, like I said, from what I saw from uh, the Raiders last week, uh, from Monday, them boys ready. Them boys can play. They got heart. They got a good D lineman, 95. I think that, I think that's what it was. He was, he was causing He was wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. But I want to see more from Henry Ruggs, too. I want to see him get going. Yeah, he's got to step up, bro. I want to see him get going. But Derek Carr played good, too. He might play one of his best career games. So I yeah. think they can pull this one off against Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go ahead and move to the next game. So the boys from the Bayou, they come up to Charlotte on Sunday and play the Carolina Panthers at 1 o'clock. I'm going to be real. I'm going to have to go against the home team on this one. I think the Saints all around just have a better roster right now. Um, You know, I'm I, – I like James Winston, but I don't know how much I believe in him. But I do believe in him enough that I think they probably beat the Panthers and probably a close one. Um, I would probably say something like, you know, 31 to 28 or or something in the realms of that. But I don't think the Carolina Panthers win this game, unfortunately for me. I agree with it. But I got the Saints winning in the blowout, though. I think they better blow them boys up. Oh, you think it's about to be nasty? Yeah, they better do them dirty. Okay. See what they did against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers? Come on, man. They about to terrorize him, darn Now, the thing about that, though, is that, you know, they got a lot of injuries right now, too, because that's said something about Marshawn Lynch. They don't know if they're going to play, uh, if he's going to play, because he has some type of thumb situation. Marshawn Lattimore? Marshawn Lattimore. I don't know why I said Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Marshawn yeah. Lattimore is who I meant. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. But I think that's a game where the Saints definitely do win, though. We got the yeah, Jacksonville got Jaguars against the Broncos next in Duval. I'm taking the Broncos, and I don't think Jacksonville's really that good, bro. I'm taking Broncos yeah. big in this game. Yeah, that Broncos defense series. They, yeah, they like Teddy, that, Like bro. I said, yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater, he do what he need to do. And you can say that with any team, Brett, he was playing with Minnesota and New Orleans, he won't lose you a game. Yeah. So he does what he needs to do. So I I, I see the Broncos winning this convention. Yeah, same. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get no – Conjection for me on this one. Next, we got the Cardinals versus the Vikings. I ain't gonna lie, Kyler Murray last Boy, week was looking like a man player. Like he was, he was carving them up. I think he does the same with the Vikings. This they just lost to the Bengals, bro. I'm sorry, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Never have, yeah. never, I, never will. 
Give me the Cardinals in this game at home convincingly. Something probably like 38 to 14. I think it's going to be almost as bad as last week was. Shoot, don't forget Chandler Jones either. That boy was going crazy. Chandler Jones had, had five, five little things, man. Yeah, that boy had five sets. Yeah, I, yeah Arizona got it. Yeah. I, I ain't been too impressed with the Vikings in a minute. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Justin Jefferson and uh, yeah, Cook. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins, like, he's not the answer. No. But we've been knowing this for years, though. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I agree. Man, I don't even think we need to talk too much about this game. We got the Bucks versus the Falcons. I mean, it's in Tampa Bay. Tampa's a 12.5 favorite at the moment. Is this game even going to be close? I'm, I'm going to say, like, 24 to 10, like, for, for you know, Buccaneers to win this game. I think they might even take their foot off the brake a little bit and chill out and only win this game by 14. Um, but give me the Bucks for sure in this game. Yeah, Tom Brady, he ain't going to be playing in the fourth quarter. They're going to wrap this shit up. They're going to wrap this shit up quick. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be game over by third quarter, honestly. Yeah. Um, let's jump into another game here. Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I mean, that's a game that's probably gonna be considered like a home game for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. There's so yeah. many fans in LA and they get their stadium took over. Um, man, this is a toss-up game for me. Now the Chargers is a three and a half point favorite. But I'm leaning Cowboys slick. I'm not even going to lie. I like the Chargers, though. I think (sighs) – give me the Chargers. F it. I'm taking the Chargers. (laughs) Give me the Chargers in this game. Even if it's going to be like a a way home game, give me the Chargers in this game close 21-20. I can see it being close, but the Cowboys ain't going to be able to stop that offense. But also, I don't think the Chargers defense will be able to do much either. Because I think Keenan Allen – Keenan Allen going over 100 yards, Mm -hmm. easy. I'm going to say that right now. Justin Herbert, he's going to give you at least 300. Might get 400. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think the Chargers win in this one. Okay. Sounds good. We agree on that one. So let's go to the Seattle game next. Seattle versus Titans. Titans had a rough week last week. Seattle comes in this game six-point favor. I like what Seattle did last week. They looked good. Tyler Lockett looked good. DK Metcalf looked good. Russ, Russ in the beginning of the season always be on point. Every he, year, bro. Every year, bro. Like, every year, the first seven or eight weeks, Russ looks amazing. And after that, he like, just sleeps. Like, like, bro, it was one point last year. That man had more touchdowns than incompletions. After, that, like, three what, games. Bro, too. that's Edge what I'm saying. Crazy. Like, he is, yeah, like, that was beginning crazy. of the year, Russ is undefeated to me. So give yeah. me Russ in this game, bro. I'm sorry, Titans. I think y'all going down 0-2. Give me Russ and them in this game, 28 to 20. It might be worse than that, man. That Titans Ooh, defense. You think it's gonna man. be a blowout? That, that Titans, Titans defense, defense looks bad, man. bro. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't got no better. It was bad last year. It don't, it don't look any better. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It, 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 it might get ugly. Good, I so do think Derrick Henry get back going though. Yeah. But it's gonna get ugly there though. Hmm. Say less. All right, let's go ahead and move on to probably the biggest game of the weekend. We got the Chiefs traveling up to Baltimore, Maryland to play against the Ravens. Um, I mean, this is probably the biggest game of the weekend. We get Lamar versus, you know what I'm saying, Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, though. I, I think the Chiefs are just better right now. They're healthy right now. Um, give me the Chiefs in this game, like 24 to 14, something like that. I don't know, man. It's a tough one, but it's an evenly matched game. It, it is. is. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably go with the Chiefs too, but I think it's gonna be close though. Yeah, it's just it sucks that Marcus Peters is going though because they need him for a game like this. Yeah, definitely. With them good. wide receivers, they need him. Yeah, see, tight end too. Tight end. Tight end too. Receivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be 21-24 though. Patrick Mahomes take him down on the game winning drive. End it like that. Okay, fair enough. And in the last game of the weekend, I don't even know why this is a Monday night game. But the Lions had up the Green Bay to play the Packers. Uh, Green Bay's 11-point favorite as of right now. I mean, I think I think the Packers take it to the wash. I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. big. I, I mean, they did – Lions did show a little bit of life last weekend against the 49ers, but I think this game is bad, bro. I think it's like 38 to like 10. I think it's going to be a blowout in my personal opinion. No, we're on the same page. Yeah, everybody's just going to come out. He throwing at least four or five touchdowns. He got a rebound, too. You know, you know, you know he got a rebound. They're going to blow them boys out. I don't even know why they put this on Monday night. 
Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still Especially for week two, you know why they put this game. game on Monday night. I'm still trying yeah. to figure that out. Like, what made you look at the schedule and say, you know, this is a good week two Monday night game? Come on, like, like, there's that. no bro. That game we seen on on Monday was great, but we're not. I don't think we're getting another one of those this week coming up. Nah, hell no. Nah, we're not. We're not getting that going on this week, man. If y'all haven't already, I need y'all to go ahead and follow us on Charleston Tea Time, the podcast, man. Go ahead and follow the page. Appreciate you guys' love and support. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Toss Tea Time Podcast. And then also as well on uh, Twitter, it's going to be Toss Tea Time P1. And then you can follow us on TikTok too as well on, at Toss Tea Time the Podcast. Darius, great job on your first podcast, brother. Thank I'm excited you. about the collaboration, man. Uh, we're going to continue to have fun, man, and continue to enjoy it, man. Anything last words you want to say before the end? Man, I just want to say thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to doing this, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, most definitely, man. All right, man. We signing out for the night, man. We appreciate y'all's love and support, man. And uh, thank y'all. Like I said, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating. And guess what? We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>